0: how we think about things, are seeds. And we meditate on the wrong things that can be either death, we meditate on the right things that can be life. And our words are seeds. A lot of times the devil will get, get, get a, come against us because we have wrong words coming out of our mouths. We're, you know, shh, praise God, I almost said this morning, oh, hopefully we'll have somebody show up this morning, you know. But i stop and uh we're gonna have we're, it's gonna be a packed house that was the next thing that came out of my mouth are you listening to what i'm saying to you today in other words you know whenever you encounter a problem first words out is going to govern what happens in that situation first how are you going to respond when something bad is happening? First, you better say, hallelujah. James 1 says, count it all joy. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Count it all joy. You, you, better, you, better have, you better have your tongue locked down, glory to God. If it's nothing but negative thoughts, you better lock to- down your tongue, glory to God. But you know, you're going to have to stay. And I said to myself, I almost said, we're not going to have, uh, it's going to be our packed house. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Why? Because God responds to our positive words and God's word, uh, God's promises spoken out our words. That's where angels are. The Bible says angels work for us. What? Angels hearken. To the voice, Psalms 103, verse 20. Angels hearken to the voice of God's word. And when you start speaking God's promises, and you start speaking the word of God, and you start speaking those promises, angels are on assignment. But you know what? The opposite is true as well. When we start speaking negative and when we start saying negative things out of our mouths, negative things about people, don't ever say negative things about your spouse. Do you want them to be that way? No, you always speak positive over your spouse. You always think positive over your spouse, over your boss. Just speak positive. Why? Because they're going to be conformed to the image that comes out of your mouth. Woo! man, that's, I can drop the mic right now. That's it. We don't need anything else today. If you just got that today, glory to God. It just improved your marriage 100%. This is not a marriage seminar. But I'm telling you, just that word right there would put your marriage woo, like heaven on earth. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? So love and humility is the ultimate keys to walking in the spirit. This produces the optimum of grace in our lives. God's grace opens all kinds of blessings in our life. Last week, we focused on two main thoughts. Fasting and sacrifice. Fasting, first thought, is a sacrifice. And, uh, and, and, and I said last week that I don't know about you, but it seems like God loves for us to sacrifice. Do you remember that? It's that, that there's something about sacrificing something for God, amen, that, 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 that it causes God to be excited, amen, Uh it's sacrifice. And really, uh, I think what it is is God, listen, the Bible says that we don't, you know, in, in 1 John, the, uh, the gospel, in first, oh, well, not the gospel, but 1 John in the New Testament, John the apostle of love, uh, uh, which is a, a wonderful book that he wrote, but, you know, the very last thing that somebody writes is normally a very important thing. And, one, and, and, and it, because it, it, it makes you think the last thing that you write, the last salutation, whatever, when you write in a book or in a letter. And he wrote a letter to a church and uh, he said, my children, guard yourself from idols. Guard yourself from idols. So he's talking about growing up in the spirit and he's talking about that we need to guard ourselves from idols. I'm talking about sacrifice today because... Because you know there are some things in our lives that we can allow to be bigger than God. Oh, are you, are you listening to me today? So we can allow some things to come in our life, and we can put that before God. And whatever we put before God is what—it's an idol. And we can allow anything. I could allow ministry to be an idol. I could allow—I could allow anything. To be but, but God has to be in the preeminence, amen? God has to be first. God wants love. He wants to be put first place in our life. God has to be number one. And so we need to guard ourselves. You know, I, I heard one preacher said it this way. Are you ready for this? He said when, when he read that, I believe he was talking about that scripture about guarding yourself from miles. He said that he was very careful. Are you listening to me? He was very careful not to say, like, I love chocolate or I love this. I love this TV show and I love that. And because, because he didn't want to put anything as an idol. In other words, you know, we need to be very careful. We're not talking, I love chocolate cake and I, I love sugar and I love cigarettes. And are, <laughs> are you listening to what I'm saying today? No, the things that you, you know, you need to start saying. I I hate sweets. <laughs> I hate Hostess ho hos. <laughs> I I hate sugar. <laughs> I hate fat. You know, are you listening to what I'm talking about? No yeah, no no what we need to do is we need to be very careful again about about about, about love and, and using that word love indiscriminately on everything no you love God Amen. and we need to love God this is interesting in in matthew ten thirty seven through thirty nine uh, this is Jesus speaking and he's talking to his disciples and I love Jesus and you know when, when Jesus first you know, started calling his disciples. He said to the disciples, just come follow me. Watch me. And there's a, there's a time in our life where when we're serving God, God just wants us to, yes, fellowship with him and just receive. But then there's going to be a time where God wants... There's going to be a time where we need to, yes, receive, but we need to start giving. Oh, pastor, did you go there? Amen. And there's going to be a time where we receive, but there's going to be a time where we're, we're grown up enough... Where God wants us to start walking out the walk and doing the word of God. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? He wants us to do the word. Who who are the blessed people uh, in the Christian church? James said the ones that do the word of God. The ones that hear the word, obey the word, and do the word. You're going to walk in the blessing. Amen. And And then Jesus said this, which was a radical statement. He said this in Matthew 10, 37-39. He says, If you love your father and mother more than me, uh, your, uh, is, uh, me is not worth." He says, He who loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son and daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake We'll find it. Woo! What do you think Jesus is saying? That's pretty strong. I mean, Jesus is saying, I want total commitment. Pastor, I didn't come out here to, to be totally committed. I'm, I'm out here because it's comfortable. I want the comfortable gospel. No, 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 no. Jesus did not just preach a comfortable gospel. He preached a committed gospel. He said that those that are willing to lay down their lives for me will pick it up again in new life. God's not just looking for an hour on Sunday mornings. He's looking for your entire life. Can I get a witness in the house today? Woo! Glory to God. The Lord revealed to me this week when I was fasting, he said, you're dying. I said, What? He says, You're dying. I said, Is that the Lord? Yes, it, it goes with the scripture. Paul actually says, I die, die daily. In other words, when we're fasting, we're dying of, of, of I'm dying of King David that wants to rule the throne. Ooh, are you listening? It's, it's called self exaltation. In other words, we want to run the show. We want, we want to call the shots. We want to sit in Jesus' seat. We want to be Lord of our lives. Are oh, you listening to me today? No, no, let God be the Lord of your life. I was listening to Dr. David Jeremiah, and he was talking, he was preaching an awesome message at the beginning of the year. He said, Are you will you follow Jesus this year, or is Jesus gonna follow you this year? Ooh, I don't know about you, but I want to follow Jesus. I'm telling you, Jesus will always take you into greener pastures, amen. Jesus will always take you into a greater place, glory to God. Jesus will always take you into into higher heights, hallelujah. He will take you into greater peace, greater joy, greater love. I'm telling you, when we start walking after Jesus and putting down the things of the flesh, our life will become like what God called it to be, a Zoe life. Full of love, full of peace, full of joy. Are you listening to me today? I need more God. Somebody say that. I need more God. Amen. And God, and listen, you know, more God is a good thing. Can I get a witness in the house? More God is a good thing. Good thing. You know, Abraham, you know, you know, we're talking about a little bit about sacrifice. And Abraham, you know, uh, something about sacrifice that blesses God. And really, something about when we sacrifice what we love, blesses God. Why? Because it shows that God's on top. It shows that we're not putting things before Him. That we're not putting ourselves before Him. You see, you know, a lot of people, you know, there's, there's people uh, that's in the world... And they may, you know, they may not do a lot of bad things. And they may not have Jesus in their life. But, you know, if they're running their own race for themselves. And they're living for themselves. They're really still under the domain of darkness. And they're really in the, in the kingdom of darkness. And they're going to be judged for living for themselves. Even though they may have not done anything really bad out here on this earth. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Even though they may have done some good things. We've got to do God things we got, We got to get to a point where we're being, those that are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I want to be led by God. Why? Because there's always a blessing in being led by the Holy Spirit, glory to God. There's always a blessing. It may look hard. There may be, it, may, it may be a wilderness. Jesus went into the wilderness. He he fasted and he prayed and he went and he was tempted of the devil. And a lot of this fast is like going into the wilderness. It's like a sacrifice and you're hating it and you want to eat something and you're just like, ah But when you get through this wilderness of fasting for 21 days, glory to God, you're going to come out in the power of the Spirit. And those things that you've been just coddling, those things that you just, that curse that you were just managing, it's going to fall off of you. And and I'm telling you, we need to be believing for God, not just for our personal self, but for our families because our families need to get right with God. Woo! Man, I got the nature boy anointing in here today. Glory to God. Woo! Man, I don't know if you ever used to watch wrestling or not. He would go, woo! (laughs) Glory to God. And in Genesis, we see that 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 most, uh, that, I'm sorry, that Abraham sacrificed Isaac and you know the bottom line was God came to him and he said I want you to sacrifice your son the son that you love to Abraham And Abraham, you know, he could have fought God on it, but he went up there on the mountain, uh, and he he took his son, he put him down, he took that knife, and he was about ready to plunge it down into his son's heart. And that angel of the Lord stopped him and said, no, I know now that you fear God. That you honor God above everything else. And because that you were not willing to, 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 to take your son out from me. You were willing to take your son out from me. That, that I'm going to bless your seed mightily. And they will possess the gates of their enemies. And so he said, I will mightily bless. And and that's the reason why I believe it's the covenant. We're in covenant. And Abraham, because he was willing to sacrifice his son, God provided the lamb. And Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice for us. Thank God. And and God sacrificed Jesus, the son that he loves so much... That he was well pleased with. And Jesus sacrificed himself. He became a sacrifice. Glory to God. And listen, when you pray and you fast and you read the word and you start doing these things. I'm telling you, God's favor is going to come into your life. Open doors are coming in. Glory to God. Woo! I'm telling you, Jehoshaphat had, was, was a king of Judah. And I'm telling you, there were three armies. He had a report. Three armies was arrayed against him in, 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 uh, in, uh, in the scriptures, in, uh, in Chronicles 20, 1 Chronicles 20, and three kings. And he was scared. And he, he proclaimed a fast. And he told God that, he, that these, these, the enemy was three times bigger than his army. And they could take him out. And so he prayed. And the Lord said, you will not need to fight in the, they prayed and fasted, and you would not need a fight in this battle. That's where we get, the, you know, that the battle's the Lord's and the victory's ours. I'm telling you, I don't want to have the same battles that I encountered last year. I don't want to deal with the same things. No, I want to come out of those things. I want to come into a new place in God. Are you listening to me? And you know what? God took care of them. He wiped out the whole three armies. And they came up to the armies. And they worshiped God. And there was plunder. And the Bible said they had so much stuff. That they took off the gold and the jewels. It took three days for them to take all the stuff. Yes. Not only did God get them out, but God made them wealthy. Hallelujah. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Right, well, fasting and prayer, man, woo, man, God. Fasting, prayer, the Word of God, amen. In Acts, you, know, you say, well, that's Old Testament, Pastor. You know, these are all Old Testament things you're giving us. Yeah, but what about in Acts? What about in Acts? Well, what about in Acts chapter 10? What happened in Acts chapter 10? Well, Cornelius was an Italian. He, he, he was, I believe he was a proselyte. He, he, he worshipped the God of, of, of the Jews. And he was worshipping God. And the Bible said that he fasted, prayed, and gave alms. And the Bible said that God sent an angel right to, his, to him... And the angel said to him, your prayers and your alms came up as a memorial unto the Lord. And that's why the angel was there. And the angel uh, told him to go down to Peter's house to get Peter to preach the gospel to his house. And Peter came, glory to God, and preached the gospel. And they got saved and baptized. The whole household got saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost. Talking about spiritual blessings. Talk, that's New Testament. That's after Jesus went to the cross. That was, that was even a believer in Jesus. How much more, when we start fasting and praying, how much more can God do something in our lives? How much more if an unbeliever, if God was able to save an unbeliever's family, save an unbeliever, he can save your spouse. He can save your kids. He can set them free. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today as I do my bunny hop? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Man. So I'm closing down. Spiritual blessings. What are this? You know, what, Pastor, what is the spiritual blessings of of, of fasting? You know, I'm going to say this. In this fast, you need to be focused on what you're believing God for. You need to have something that you're believing God to do. Write it down. I'm believing God that you're going to do that. I'm believing that my spouse is going to come to church. I'm, hello. I'm believing, Father God, that my kids are coming back to God. I'm, I'm believing that this pain is leaving my body. I'm believing that, that, that I'm not going to deal. Are you listening? You've got to have a focus with your fast. And maybe you say, I didn't know that, Pastor. You should have preached this one last week when we started. Well, listen, you can start this week. Get a focus. Pastor, you should. I don't have two hours to preach. I wish I did. I would have preached it. Amen. But but, but you need to get a focus. So look at your neighbor and say, get a focus on your fast. And so it says here in Isaiah 58, and we're closing down. There's 13 benefits to fasting and prayer and the word. Amen. I'm going to say fasting and prayer because every time people fasted in the, in the Bible, they prayed. Hello. And so here it, it says number one in Isaiah 58, 6 through 12. It says number one, it will loosen the bonds of wickedness. Fasting will loosen bonds of wickedness off of our lives. Glory to God, those things, those sins, those e- the sins that easily besets us, it will undo the heavy burdens. In other words, what, are the, what, what is the thing that the enemies come, is, is it depression? Is it oppression? Is it a bad attitude? Oh, I'm telling you, it will undo the heavy burdens. Uh, it, it will let the oppressed go free. Man, it will, it will get your kids back in church. Hallelujah! It will set the oppressed. Glory to God! The oppressed are the ones, and also oppressed being oppressed. You know, Jesus. Uh, that's. It will set. It will get people healed. Hallelujah! Jesus said, "You know, in in Acts ten thirty eight, how Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost with power. How he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil." Amen. So, so breaking oppression off of people and, and that you break every yoke. You see, listen, this is what I believe that fasting does. It increases the anointing on our lives. And the Bible says it's the anointing, the yoke-destroying, burden-removing power of God that will break every yoke and every bondage in our lives. And I want to walk in that anointing. I want that yoke, to, I want to walk in and devil, pretty soon I'm going to be preaching and, and the devil's going to come out of somebody. And I want to cast them out. Glory to God. And they're going to be, woo, hallelujah, finally free. That's what Jesus did. He walked in a synagogue and there were devils in the church. Why, pastor? Are you talking, what are you talking about? Yeah, there were people that were oppressed by demonic spirits in the church. Yes, even in the church. That's why we want to fast and pray. It says uh, number five is not to, sh- to share your bread with the hungry and that you bring uh, uh, them the poor uh, into your house and you cover the naked and hide yourself from your flesh. So, so I'm going to say this. It's uh, here we can take the money that we're not spending on food and sow it into the kingdom of God. Sow it into the poor, amen? Sow your money, sow a seed, glory to God. And as you're doing that, you're going to see multiple blessing, glory to God. It says here that you not hide yourself from your own flesh. You know, uh, I said this before, but a lot of times we can't see our own weaknesses. And a lot of times we want to hide ourselves ...from our own flesh. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, you know, uh, we don't want... ...nobody wants to admit that they're overweight. Hallelujah. And you just wear it just right. Cover it up just right. Where you look good in that outfit. But you know you need to lose at least 10 pounds. All right, are you listening to what I'm saying today? And we, we, we cover... ...sometimes what we're doing is we're, 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 we're not looking at the areas in our life... ...that need to be fixed... And what we do when we fast, God might say, there's an area in your life that you're not walking in accordance to my word. And when you're fast, God can reveal that to you. And whoo, boom, now you're walking in a greater revelation of God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Praise God. Then, then it's, and number six, your light shall break forth like the morning. Amen. So I, I, this is where God's going to give you revelation. God will open up revelation to you. And praise God. And we need revelation. You know, we need to walk by revelation and not just by information. And when God reveals things to us, it will bring us out into that place that he's calling us to go into. And number eight, uh, number seven, your healing will spring forth speedily. Your healing will, I'm telling you, when you fast and pray, it's very scriptural that God will heal you speedily. Speedily. How many people have been believing for a healing for years? I'm ready for a healing now. Can I get a witness in the house today? And your righteousness shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. In other words, God's going to protect you in the front. God's going to protect you in the back. Glory to God. That your righteousness will go before you. Number nine, then you shall call on the Lord. And, and, you will, and he will answer, you shall cry, and he will say, here I am. I don't know about you, but I, I don't like praying, and the heavens seem like brass. I want an open heaven under me. When I pray, it's answered glory to God. How, are you listening to what I'm saying today? I want instant answer. I don't want prayers to take years for them to be answered. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I want answered prayer. Glory to God. And so, and so in verse 10, it says here, uh, or, or number 10, Your light shall dawn in the darkness, and a darkness shall be at noonday. In other words, when it seems like there's poverty all around you, and it seems like nothing is working, and it seems like, you know, that the devil is triumphant, you're still going to be walking in the peace of God. You're still, no matter what it looks like in your life, no matter how bad it, it looks like, I'm telling you, God can give you peace in the midst of the storm. And I want that peace. What? Listen, I'm telling you, when you start walking in the peace of God, that, that's ultimate grace. And wherever you listen, Jesus would always say, peace. Jesus said that to the storm, peace be still. When the angels would show up, they would always say, Be at peace. Because we can't receive anything from God unless we're in peace. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Amen. In heaven, the Lord will guide you continually, glory to God. And so He will guide you. He will lead you. You will be, you won't be on a wrong path. You, you have, you have, listen, have you ever tried to go somewhere, and you, and you thought you were on the right road, and you were on the wrong road, or you made a wrong turn? I'm telling you, some of us as Christians, we're not really on the right road with God yet. We're on, some, we're on a wrong road. We're not getting to the destination that God wants us to get to. And I'm telling you, I want God putting me on the right road. I want to be on the right road of his blessings. I want to be on the right road of his provisions. I want to be on that righteous right road, the narrow road of life. And it's a narrow road, folks. It's the broad road that's easy to stumble on. It's the broad road that, will, that, that many, Jesus said, will enter into destruction. The broad road. But listen, you've got to get off the broad road. You gotta get off that Broadway and get into that narrow way with Jesus. And when you do, you're gonna walk in the blessings of God. I'm telling you, you won't be managing the curse, no, you will be walking on top of the curse. You're the head and not the tail. You're the lender and not the borrower. You're blessed in the city and you're blessed in the field. Can I get an amen today? You need to agree with that. Say I'm blessed, I'm blessed, whom the sun has set free, is free indeed. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at Virginia Beach SDA Church located at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nursery and Children's Church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at www.exceedlifechurch.org.